You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena. Hey, Am. Hey, Sheen. You, you ready? I guess. We always make it work. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's like a, <laughs> our podcasting is like a trust fall. <laughs> I'm usually the one closing my eyes and falling backwards into you. <laughs> I'm pretty much falling too, but I'm like, a, I'm totally okay with it. Yeah. It's cool. We have really good listeners that go with it too. They allow us to like get warmed up and, and kind of get into what we're talking about and like what's been happening. So that's true. Thanks for being awesome. Everyone who listens to us, um, there was there was a topic that's been coming up for me this week. It seems like it's the theme of the week. That's and, fun, and I already kind of brought it up to you. And I think that it was probably shifted into my existence because I was on a couple of trips last week, as were you. Yep. Um, where your reality was <laughs> real fun. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Yep, Beverly Hills Hotel for approximately four nights, three nights. Yeah, I don't know what came over me, but I was highly guided (laughs) to do so. So um, I said, yes, (laughs) I will take that experience and put that in my back pocket. Um, But the weirdest part about it was I felt like I live there like I just knew where everything was instinctively and yeah that's weird that is weird if there is ever a thing like if there if past lives are a thing yeah you live I had a past life there well maybe not live there but definitely frequented the place a lot a lot a lot um so that was very interesting or maybe I just am vibing with it I don't know yeah so um so that was your California trip oh yeah and you came home Yep, where reality hit me hard in the face. <laughs> I was like, I don't have Felix serving me breakfast anymore. I don't have, you know, all of my little amenities surrounding me, but it's fun. It was it was fun living in the dream world for a little bit and then coming back home and getting back to reality. But you can always live in the dream world. Well, you know, it is interesting because I feel like living in the Beverly Hills Hotel for a while brought and coming back home it brought a new essence to how I view things like everything has more beauty now and I'm noticing the subtle nuances of consciously created things in the world I like changed half of who I follow on Instagram now Mm -hmm. to very high vibrational Uh consciously created very colorful beings and and they are you know, bringing things to this world that are so unique. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird because I couldn't physically see it before. Like, it was just so odd to me. I don't know why, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. this Beverly Hills Hotel experience shifted me in a way that brought a, a new awareness and a new concept of living mm-hmm. in my life. It's so strange, but it was fun. I know that I've probably used this example before, but I love using examples from Carolyn Mace because uh-huh. I feel like she is so non-woo-woo. Yeah. Not, like there's nothing about 
Carolyn Mace that people could question. Right, right. I mean, she's a human. She deals with mm-hmm. human experiences and, and human limitations in some senses. But for the most part, she's a pretty straightforward, sort of like practical mm-hmm. person. Right. And so I like giving examples of her teachings. And one of those examples is that if your experience of life was a ta- like a condo, a condominium tower. Okay. And every experience could either like bring you down a floor or bring you up a floor. Uh-huh. And that's basically where you're vibrating. Yeah. You from the windows of where you're vibrating, mm-hmm. you have a certain viewpoint. That's very true. Right? Wow. So like if you mm-hmm. are in the basement because you're vibrating super low and mm-hmm. there are no windows, all you see is darkness. Right. Right. When you elevate to that third floor and you start to see trees and you start to see birds and mm-hmm. you see um, flowers, beauty and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you elevate to the the energetic experience of the penthouse and you're seeing everything. planes yeah. and everything and, and anything that you want to see is available from that vantage point. Right. But it takes you raising your vibration in mm-hmm. order to see the world differently. Mm-hmm. And I thought awesome. that always resonated with me because it's so indicative of of really what happens when you begin to change your experience of life mm-hmm. through something like so silly as I mean right it's silly that you stayed at the Beverly Hills Hotel <laughs> right to some people yeah and then to other people the fact that like it's just a choice and it's something that you're inspired to do. It's yeah. nothing more than that. Like people make decisions such a big deal. Yeah. But what they don't recognize is that in like they have control over those decisions mm-hmm. and those decisions could change the way that they feel and the way that they view life. But yet they think that someone else is, is in charge of, and, and yet it's not even some, someone else. It's like some belief system or some fear is driving those decisions. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I've been like traveling with groups of people. Like I had, you know, I had to do like one thing, like a bachelorette party and then like right. stuff in, in California and things like mm-hmm. that. And, um, just to see, like you, I'm an observer. Yeah. For, you, you definitely I, are. I see things. <laughs> um, you stare. Yeah. This is the thing. I, I feel like I can be comedic and entertaining when I want to be, but uh-huh. for the most part, I really like being in the introspective experience of my existence. Like mm-hmm. I'd rather not have to like entertain people and to just be able to experience what's in front of me mm-hmm. so that I can really like soak it in and feel like what it feels like for me. Do I like this? Like, do I want to be doing something different? Mm-hmm. How do I feel in this moment? Like, what do I feel like eating? Right. I like being in that experience. And like through that experience, I learn a lot through observation and mm-hmm. I can see, I could see, especially like being with so many different groups of people from so many different, you know, human experiences in the moment they it is so apparent that we are choosing our reality every single second yeah but people don't see that no people don't see that they don't <laughs> i know so i went from that experience okay so like we'll yeah. table that okay. conversation yeah to then like a week or two post wendy like what actually is reality? Because I'm not sure. 
<laughs> I'm like, yeah. The only thing I know for sure is that I don't know what reality is. Because you had <laughs> you had like two very different experiences all within like one week. Yes. Or like 10 days, I guess. Yes. But I think that maybe, I, I would say that probably like something of those experiences stopped me from seeing the world as I knew it. Something lifted a veil for me. Mm-hmm. And I just started feeling and experiencing the world from non-judgmental eyes. But not, yeah. not, not saying that from like a superior perspective. Just mm-hmm. saying like I couldn't just listen to a conversation that two people were having because I could see everything and yeah. also know that there is nothing there. So it's like I could see two people having a conversation and I gave you this example. I saw like mm-hmm. a very simple interaction between my mom and my uncle uh-huh. and they were talking about business and I, it's like that what they were saying had no relevance to what they were feeling, what their reality was, what that mm-hmm. meant for them, how mm-hmm. it, it changed them emotionally, how it changed them physically, how it... Mm-hmm. included their their viewpoints on the world, on the way that they viewed business, how the world operated. Mm-hmm. All of that was present. The, infin- the infinity was present in yeah. an exchange that took two seconds. Yeah. That's, and, I, yeah. and that's just one example. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm seeing everywhere. That's so, exhausting. So, But it's also <laughs> no. like... But I know, yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's confusing, and it's it's it's. I don't even know how I to. I feel like it. it's like an exploration of frequency that you're seeing a broadband mm-hmm. uh, or like a spectrum of various frequencies that people are bringing to the table, and they might be saying one thing, but they're bringing fifteen different frequencies yeah. in delivering that message to mm-hmm. that person and it's so much more than just what they're saying it's like they're bringing their perspective of how yeah. they grew up and you know their political views their yes. religious b- beliefs their you know beliefs about health and wellness and food or business or you know yeah. just conversing with that one phrase you're bringing everything yeah. that you are to the table mm-hmm. when you're delivering that message but that's interesting that you're seeing life in that way because that's very rare, I feel like. <laughs> so that's odd. <laughs> it just it just makes me weirder than normal. That That's like... But I almost feel like I can't even... It's so hard. I, I guess what I could see is that I could see that other people could look at someone having a conversation or hear mm-hmm. a conversation and just say like, okay... That's all they could gather were the words. Yeah. Where, uh-huh. like, I don't even gather the words. Yeah. You're gathering the energetic the experience. And then the experience, yeah. Like, the whole exchange and, like, I feel like I can see the way that the universe is operating through wind. Through, like, W-I-N-D? Yes. Through wind energy frequency movement like vibration things that are not there i can see intangible intangibles things. yeah yeah and it's mm. not even like a mystical or spiritual experience mm-hmm. it's 
It's just like An the way that it is. Yeah. yeah. But how awesome is that, that you can enter into a conversation with someone and see all those aspects when someone's conversing with you versus just paying attention to what they're actually saying. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people get their communication misconstrued based off of the receiver, you know, cause if you say something to me and that's completely neutral. Yeah. But from my, all of my frequencies and life experiences and everything, I'm coming at it and I'm triggered by it. Yeah. You're thinking, well, I only said this, you know, and I'm right. thinking, well, yeah, you said this mm-hmm. and therefore I feel this way and you know, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And then the person who's saying it is now taking responsibility for the yes. way that you feel, but they were just inspired to say something a particular way. And it's really your responsibility to make sure that you feel okay with it. And if you don't, exactly. then to communicate it verbally or otherwise, or to just accept, um, you know, this was really helpful when I was having a business meeting the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, because before the meeting, I was kind of, you know, I was feeling anxious and kind of um, worried and, and wanting to display the way that I felt properly. And I felt like, you know, that I needed to prepare in some way mm-hmm. when in actuality what was the most helpful was connecting to the hearts of the people that I was speaking to mm-hmm. and just understanding that we are all the same. Yeah. And I know that that seems like so simple, but when you can bring that to every situation without reservation or without thinking that, you know, business should be this way or, you know, relationships should be this way. And it's like you put so much of your ego into the response Mm -hmm. that you are really not exchanging with someone. Yeah. You're just responding based Mm -hmm. on like the way that your ego is conditioned to. Yeah. And if you can just be in your heart center and love the, the people that you're, in communication with you can still say like what you have to say but you can feel amazing about it Mm -hmm. and they can too you know yeah I don't know I think that it's just a reminder that that experience of presence gives you the authority to it gives you all the answers in Mm -hmm. a moment Mm mm-hmm and so you can just be peaceful and happy, no yeah. matter what the situation. Right. Um, I experienced something in when I was at a wedding in Sonoma. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting at a table and the person across from me was, I could feel, and this might just be my perspective, of course, but I could feel there were, some, there were some slight judgments coming across. Were you dressed like field. a hooker? <laughs> no, I was not dressed like a hooker. Uh, yeah. Contrary to my everyday experience, I was not dressed like a hooker this time. I'm kidding. Um, but that's all relative and based off your perspective. That's true. So, uh, so no, there, there were just, you know, judgments and, um, for whatever reason that I was picking up on that may not even exist. They may not even be true. But from my perspective, this is what the situation was. And 
I was so tired because I had been in, <laughs> I'd been in Beverly Hills for three <laughs> days <laughs> and, yep. and no, I, I was in LA for three days and, and just nonstop going, going, going and then took a flight to Sonoma, just got off of a plane, ran over to the wedding and was at the wedding. Then I had to get up at four o'clock in the morning, fly back to LA. So I just had a ton of my mind and this person across from me was trying to, you know, converse. And normally I'm like, Oh, I don't want to conversate. No converse. (laughs) Conversate is not a word, but, um, it's a Sheena ism. It's a Sheena ism. It's okay. It's not a word. It's not a word. So, (laughs) so we were conversing and with this person. Yeah. And this person, and I was exhausted, but Normally, I if I wasn't exhausted and I had all my wits about me and I was energetic, I would have tried subconsciously to make her change this person's mm-hmm. opinion of me, make her as comfortable as possible and be like, oh, she's not a threat. She's funny and <laughs> loosey goosey and, you know, whatever. And ju- she's just normal and personable. And, mm-hmm. you know, all these things that I would try to make her see in me. Mm-hmm. And because I was so exhausted, it made me be in the moment and just take a breath and just say to myself, I don't need to do anything to make this person feel more comfortable with themselves. Mm -hmm. I just need to be me. And what I need to do right now is not talk, which can be very excruciatingly uncomfortable Mm -hmm. when you are sitting directly across from a stranger at Mm -hmm. a table at a wedding Mm -hmm. that normally you know you you make small yeah Yeah. you make small talk it's expected it's Mm -hmm. an obligation right and I was like I'm not doing it Mm -hmm. I refuse to do it and I don't know if that was just a rebellious portion of me or very in tune part of me that was just very in the moment yeah where I just was relaxed and totally decided to embrace who I was at that moment, mm-hmm. regardless of her perception of me, she needs to deal with that on her own. It had nothing to do with me. This is true for every, everything. Yeah. And it was, it, it was interesting because I didn't expect to experience that at that moment, you know, yeah. cause you're in the moment, you're at a wedding, you're not thinking of being like all spiritual and connected mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. And it just like plowed me in the face mm-hmm. and it was liberating because I was like, wow, I, I never saw that I was exhausting myself and doing things to manipulate the way someone would perceive me. Yeah. To make them feel more comfortable. Yeah. And the truth is like, it's the same energetic discourse you talking or you not talking like you represent the same thing. All you would be trying to do in that situation is on a third dimension, make it so that in this person's egoic brain, Mm -hmm. they have nothing to say that's negative about you because you smiled and you were friendly and you do this and that. Mm -hmm. But like, even without you doing that, Mm -hmm. the same energetic exchange is true, but then their ego has to like figure itself out and say, Hmm. Like all that go through all these things, which mm-hmm. like, who gives a shit? Right. Who cares? Like, right. I know we all do. We all do at different times. Like, <laughs> right. And sometimes but like, because I was exhausted, I didn't care. Right. Yeah. Right. So it served me. In that so moment. being in that situation. So for me, and ex- 
I oh just God. hit my Don't teeth lose with, a tooth. with the glass bottle. That's fine. <laughs> We'll have to do a lot of explaining if you don't have a front tooth. Yeah. <laughs> a San Pellegrino glass <laughs> bottle just knocked me upside my head. Yeah. So to give you an idea of what my experience has been, like using that one as an example, mm-hmm. I haven't even been able to feel that she's uncomfortable. Whereas like, wow, I've lived my yeah. whole life mm-hmm. knowing what everyone's feeling. Yeah. And then recently it's like, I maybe I know, but I don't feel it. That's very interesting. And so it's just, I'm totally okay with, it was like, I think that my body and my energetic body was so shifted um, by Wendy and just by all the things that I've been doing, all the, the communication and the meditation and things like that, where I have no feelings of needing to prove myself. And I also... I'm so committed to doing what feels good and what I want to do and to be happy like in my experience of that. That's awesome. But do you think that it's just you living more immersed in the moment that you, that things make me happier? Yeah. So you're not preoccupied with the way that someone's feeling when they're communicating something to you, if that makes sense. Um, I really think that it was, it was, I had such a piece about, I, I I was shifted in a way that like, I just had such a piece about if something, if I wanted to like go shopping and the rest of the group was not going shopping, like Mm -hmm. it, I didn't even cross my mind, nor did I feel any like reservation or hesitation in like what they might feel like if I was, and I was with other people that did feel that way. And so Mm -hmm. I knew that I could see the difference, but I couldn't feel it anymore. It wasn't something that was, um, causing that reaction in me. And I don't know, I don't know what changed that. I I would be lying if I said that I did, but it felt really good because I, I know the difference between being in a group setting and feeling pressured and pulled in ways that don't feel good. Mm -hmm. And also like, standing up for what you want, but then also that not feeling good. Right. And right. then the difference of those two things. And then the experience that I just had, which was that it just felt like I'm my own angelic force and mm-hmm. guide. And everything that I'm inspired to do is beautiful and wonderful. And it doesn't matter like what anyone else thinks or what their responses are. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, totally, I was just totally okay with it. That's really awesome because most people never get there for their entire <laughs> lives. <laughs> Maybe I'm ascending. You know? <laughs> Maybe you're just going to spontaneously combust and be like the Shroud of Turin and you're just going to like yeah. light up and, and disappear. It's never that it's I know like I'm just so happy that that was my experience that I wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I know that that will change at times and certain things will bring me back into like that Mm -hmm. fear or pain conversation. I'm sure. Um, That's very, and there will be other things to learn, but that I, I feel like when you, you begin having experiences like that, Mm -hmm. your, your body remembers that frequency and it, and it brings it in more often. Mm -hmm. Right. But it, it really does take, being in in the presence of who you are, I think, 
to know what those things are and to be able to see around you like the separation, the connection, and like the peace of just being in the moment. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That is, I feel like that is so good for you to continue experiencing because then you are giving other people the inspiration to act accordingly too, you know, and Mm -hmm. if I see someone who is not going along with the group and is doing their own thing or, you know, is going along with the group and is, and is fully there and present in the moment and enjoying the moment. Mm -hmm. And then if they want to leave, they can leave at whatever point that would be inspiring to me because I feel like not that I'm a people pleaser, but I have had a tendency in my past to, just go along and and not because I don't like confrontation. Mm-hmm. So I would tend to be like, okay, well, I'll just go do this. And then and then I'll, later on, I'll do something for myself, you know, mm-hmm. to like rebuild those energy stores. But if you're entering into a situation that you're doing it out of obligation, you're already entering into that in a way that's depleting your energy. And it's not worth it to me anymore. Right. to do that you were just saying that yeah so that's so interesting that you're kind of experiencing it on like a very big level mm-hmm. and I'm kind of dabbling in it right <laughs> yeah. now and kind of seeing it and being like well like if I saw you doing that I would be like well hell yeah I'm doing it too yeah. you know right and I feel like more and more people need to start doing it we need to make a movement yes I mean <laughs> I no I talk, obligation I've movement. talked about this for a while <laughs> remember I I I'm remembering that podcast with Stassi where I was like, it doesn't like, you know, I think I can't remember what we were saying, but I was basically like, it doesn't matter if you piss people off. Like you're supposed to be that role. You're supposed to be doing what you're inspired to do, even if that pisses people off. And it's like, I guess that's just like such a simplified explanation that it's maybe hard to apply. Mm -hmm. Um, So these examples are really helpful, but yeah, I just, I just don't know that we, have enough I don't think that it serves us to live for other people or to live an obligatory life I still think that we would show up for people I still think Mm -hmm. that we would help people we would be there for people but it would just be from a a different place right a very authentic genuine place instead of feeling obligated to Mm -hmm. go because then it it brings a different energy to it and then you know that the people who are there genuinely want to be there, yeah. you know, and I wouldn't want someone being in my field who's being there out of obligation, right. you know, but you truly yeah. feel that and you right. truly like separated from like, if no one's at your party, you wouldn't give a shit. Right. <laughs> like, you really <laughs> right. I really wouldn't. But there's it's just I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how. But you start doing things that are way more aligned with you and attracting people who are way more aligned with you. Yeah. If you keep living your life out of obligations, you're, you're not servicing yourself or the other person because you're preventing that other person from some other being entering their life who really wants to be there. Yeah. And then, and vice versa, you know, you're, you're kind of robbing somebody from an experience of maybe having other friends who are more aligned mm-hmm. with them and really want to do exactly what they're doing. Whereas Maybe I'm robbing myself of having, you know, other friends who would be way more aligned Mm -hmm. with doing things that I would think are fun and enjoyable and, and more aligned with me. Yeah. We, I mean, I, I hear so many people 
talk about the things that they have going on. And, um, and I had a couple of clients, I think that we were kind of going into really needing to make a spiritual shift that's aligned with their soul. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we were evaluating, you know, what is it that makes you happy? And, and that list was coming out and it was filled with, you know, like parties and spending time with friends. And, and it was almost just that that was the immediate reaction that came out. But in really getting deep, like how, what, I, I think that people don't know that they can feel the best that they've ever felt more often. Yeah. Like bars for me make me feel really bad. <laughs> really? Real bad. <laughs> so yeah, I, the, I don't resonate with that. Mm-hmm. That might be for someone that might be like the best they've ever felt is being like at a bar, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I just challenge people. I want to challenge people more to think about like what lights them up. What does it feel like when they're exploring something? What does it feel like when they're learning something new that they're actually, that they actually like signed up for Mm -hmm. that is like a new experience or like being in a new place or being like on top of a mountain? Like what does that feeling feel like? And then think of whatever it may be in your existence that could make you feel that good. Because I think that people stop at a certain level. Mm-hmm. They're like, like being all of those things are like a 10. Yeah. And they think that like sevens are all, or like sixes or fives. Yeah. I'm going to go with like fours or fives actually. Yeah. They think that that's the only thing that they can build into their life. Yeah. And so they spend mm-hmm. all of this time like, okay, so I'm going to go to dinner with my friends on this night. I'm going to go to the bar with my friends on this night. Yeah. I'm going to go to this wedding on this night. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to this family function and see my mom on this day. And it's like, you've booked your whole existence with fours and fives. Yeah. Right. What is the fucking point of living? I don't want to live yeah. for a four and a five. Yeah. I want to live for tens. Yeah. And and sometimes that may be, like, for you, that may be being in your house, like, doing a course online. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, like... Oh, that's definitely a ten for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, in all, in all honesty, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's, like you, it's like, you love it. Yeah. <laughs> then there are other people who, like, you know... It would feel really, and it, and again, it changes like being mm-hmm. okay with that ebbing and flowing, like different right. things coming in at different times, mm-hmm. but like exploring a new bike trail or like going to get a bike. Mm-hmm. What I want people to know is that when they make those decisions to do those things that they actually really want to do, mm-hmm. that brings in more of that experience. Yeah. It brings, everything takes care of itself. Yeah. It's like an inefficiency in your life. If you are just doing what is a four and a five for you, you're wasting your resources on it. You're mm-hmm. wasting your money. You're wasting your energy. You're wasting your time. Right. If you did the tens more often mm-hmm. and less of the fours and the fives, it equals out. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And most likely that energy comes back to you in ways that do cause you to make more money and do mm-hmm. cause you to have um, higher vibrational relationship, do cause you to have better health. So like people are always... I think that people are kind of inclined to look at things from like monetary and like counting basis. Mm -hmm. And it's a very restrictive way of looking at things. And I think that it really keeps you where you are. Yeah. The universe is designed to provide infinite possibilities for anything. Mm -hmm. So you, you create your reality. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> you're, you've never looked you, at me like this. You say it, Sheena. You go. You go, girl. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> you've never looked at me like this. I feel like you're like, I can't even describe it. It looks kind of looks like you're a cartoon character. Thank you're you like, very much. You're like the cartoon character on the side of like the the soccer field, like cheering me on. Like, yep. me, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, you go. You go, Glenn Coco. You know, so that's what I feel. Well, I I am agreeing with you. I feel like um Wendy said something along the lines of that in the podcast that we just recorded with her when um We she, have just been, by the way, just saying Wendy so casually. Yeah. We are referring to Wendy Kennedy, yeah. who was on the last podcast. Just side note. Wend uh yes wendy kennedy um so yeah she said something about that in in relation to well now i'm like forgetting but what were you just talking about i was talking about creating a reality through the decisions that you make and knowing that when you make the big decisions like the 10 decisions right even though they don't have to like always be so financially like scary you can Mm -hmm. start with like you know renting bikes for $200 and like go and going to a beautiful park or like whatever. Yeah. Just saying like, once you make that step, everything in your universe steps up to support that, which makes you joyful and happy. And I've just seen Mm -hmm. it. I mean, obviously, you know, because you, you, you were like, let my guidance bring me to the most expensive hotel in Beverly Hills. <laughs> and I will say yes. <laughs> I will say yes to yep. staying there and having breakfast there every day and just acclimating to life there. Oh my gosh. It was like instant manifestation. Anything, anything can happen there. It is a magical place. It is my version of Disney world. Yeah. And I wanted to take an Epsom salt bath and I was like, Oh, I'm going to have to go to, you know, the store next door and go and buy Epsom salt. It like magically appeared next to your bed, next, next to the bathtub. I looked and I was like, Oh my gosh, not only are these Epsom salts, they're hibiscus infused (laughs) Epsom salts. I have died and gone to heaven. Yeah, it was. And then I was taking Epsom salts, Epsom salt baths, not only like, in the most optimal bathtub ever, <laughs> but underneath a full moon with like incredible. the windows open, overlooking palm trees and all of Beverly Hills. Yeah. It, I just can't even like describe the <laughs> orgasmic experience that I had <laughs> with myself in the bathtub. I can't, <laughs> I had to go there. I'm joking by the way, but it was an optimal experience. Yeah. So it, it was, it definitely obviously was an investment, but I would not trade that for anything. That experience, that time with myself, that like luxury mm-hmm. self-care practice, I'll never forget. I just yeah. like was soaking it up literally and figuratively. And it, it, like that small thing changed my entire day, like my entire week, probably my entire life. Right. And Yes, it was an investment, but it was something I was inspired to do. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I was very guided to do. And in the moment, I said yes to. And <laughs> being like, well, I'll figure it out later. You know, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't even I, like, most likely, you you will never have to deal with it. Quote unquote. Yeah, right. Like, it will be totally fine. And taken care of. And, and taken care of. Well, it is very interesting because when I was on that trip, I was thinking, okay, 
I feel like I'm moving into a new vibratory state, having to deal with business and finances and different things like that. So, and the transition period is the hardest part. It's taking that leap to the next level where you're half your body's still in the fear state of like, no, I've only spent this amount of money on my life, you know, and now I'm moving into this amount of money in my life. So it's that transitory state that you're like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to support myself if I keep living this way, you know? So it's taking that leap of faith. And I was asking my guidance, you know, give me signs, give me clear cut signs about, you know, how am I going to support this lifestyle that Mm -hmm. I'm loving, you know, (laughs) and and how do I continue with this? How do I, uh, how do I maintain this? Cause I don't want to be dumb and frivolous and, yeah. you know, and flaky and just all those kind of things. I want to be guided to continue to live this way. So how can I support that? So I'm asking my guides and then the, I'm in Sonoma, just landed, get in my, um, Uber and I'm driving next to this car, which I told you about. Mm-hmm. And it has a, a uh, bumper sticker that says billionaires in all caps in pink lettering, which no one has a, a bumper sticker with that ever on a Prius, by the way, <laughs> not, not, not to use, you know, I'm just using discernment. Technically that would never exist. I don't even know if that was actually on the car. I don't know if I was hallucinating and seeing things cause I barely had sleep. But then next there were like when the car passed, by the way, the bumper sticker was on the side of the car. That like it's just so Again. weird. Again, weird. And then the there's a billboard that just said pay less. Like no number, no mm-hmm. advertisement, mm-hmm. whatever. So I'm like, okay, billionaires pay less. Interesting. So like you were you were kind of saying, when you are experiencing joy and doing what you're inspired by and living in the moment and not operating out of fear and logic and constriction the universe supports you. You know, if you want to live out of joy and and things that you're inspired by and reaching those tens, mm-hmm. you can do it. Obviously, it's scary at first, but the universe, that was just a sign, you know, for me that I took as, okay, the universe is going to support me and and what it is that I want to do with my life and where I want to go and how I want to feel supported, even though I don't know what that looks like right now, to be honest, but I feel comforted in the fact that I am still doing what I feel is best for me on a moment to moment basis. And that changes on a moment to moment basis mm-hmm. as well. Um, Cause something that's a 10 one day for me is a four the next day, depending on what I'm inspired by. It just changes right. so much, you know? Yeah. And if you died tomorrow, I would still always love the Beverly Hills hotel. <laughs> Let's think about like, if your life ended tomorrow, let's not think about that. <laughs> and we really don't know what happens after. Yeah. We really don't know what happened before. We really don't know what this life is. Right. Right. Wouldn't we at least like just want to like move forward in the direction of our happiness? Yeah. And I, I know like we're saying all these things and it's sometimes hard to break down practically and we we cover this a lot in the basic witch super course Mm -hmm. really well, actually. Um, because it's one of the first courses that I've witnessed that are not based in fear. Like we are inspired in a way that is whoever's and whoever, whatever is coming through us through that situation is not projecting fear. And it's, 
it's giving such clear information about really how to increase your vibration, how to live in a way that's that creates more happiness. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're never you're never always going to be stagnant. Things will change and bring things up bring up things for you. Like as mm-hmm. you expand, you will experience times of frustration and anger and oh, sadness yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, mourning, you know, your your prior life's behaviors and activities and things like yeah. that. That comes up for both of us and it will continue to. Mm-hmm. However, it's very clear that our life elevates in practicing this work and practicing moving forward, like based on our soul's guidance. And, um, you know, I had like a lot of people in my life who were very fearful that I was going to have someone channeling on the podcast. Oh, okay. You know, like it was just coming up that it was like, Oh, you know, that's, you know, making a big statement there, Sheena, right. (laughs) All these things. And, um, and really I didn't have like an internal compass of fear in relation to that. Mm -hmm. And what I, what I can see is really, uh, a beautiful thing about what you and I share Mm -hmm. is that we are not connecting to any one thing being the truth other than that which internally our listeners are inspired to do to feel to be Mm -hmm. that's a very different message than like you know this is the truth this is what's happening right this is you know what we're supposed to be doing and you must follow no Mm -hmm. that's not that's not who we are and that's not what we what we teach and and i it makes me feel so good to be able to be following that yeah. because i've followed a lot of other spiritual teachers in the past mm-hmm. and there is some level of like you need to do this you need to do this you need to do this yeah. and there's there's a level in which it doesn't feel good yeah mhm well anything mm-hmm. that is suggested to you if you're doing it out of, again, obligation or just because somebody said to do it, even if it's like you said it or I said it or, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus himself said it, it, if it doesn't feel good to you or if it doesn't feel right, you're already doing it out of a, a frequency that makes you feel constricted and it's not aligned with you. Yeah. So why are you doing it? You know, question yourself first and foremost, why mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? Is it because someone told me to do it? Especially, God, with food. Don't even get me on my soapbox. (laughs) It's really, why are you eating what you're eating? Did somebody tell you that? Of course. Yes. Which is most of the time. Yeah. You know. You know, I have been really grateful that you have given me suggestions of high vibrational foods um, I've been really grateful to be able to see that information in a different light. Mm-hmm. Um, so the suggestions are helpful, but but again, coming back to what I hope that people feel when they listen to what we talk about is just that beyond anything that we suggest, again, is that creation of the communication and facilitation of connection between your physical body and your soul body that gives you a level of understanding of your discern own discernment and what works best for you in that moment Mm 
So it's a continuous conversation. And, and I know that at first it, it kind of feels like you're, you're having to put effort towards like tuning in. How do I feel all these things? But I think that there becomes, there comes a time, <laughs> there comes a time in your life when a man loves a woman, <laughs> when it's just easy yeah, and you don't have to refer to what a spiritual teacher is telling you or what, you know, um, well, cause you're so connected to that at that point because you know what it feels like. Yeah. To be connected to yourself mm-hmm. versus doing what someone's just telling you and doing what somebody told me to do served me at certain points in my life where, you know, you are transitioning into connecting with what feels good to you. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing something enough to where so- someone's telling you to do it and you're doing that enough to where you start feeling like, wait, am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't working actually. So why am I still on this medication Mm -hmm. or why am I still eating this food when I don't feel like I'm allergic to this food Mm -hmm. or, you know, why am I depriving myself of eating black pepper when I love black pepper and, but that happened to come up on a food allergy test. You know, it's like, (laughs) is that your favorite? (laughs) That actually literally happens to people all the time, all the time. Yeah. No, I'm saying, isn't that your favorite? Oh, yeah. When yeah. someone's like, but I love black pepper. Yeah. I'm like, well, do you feel good on it? You know? And they're like, well, yeah, I feel fine. I haven't noticed anything. I'm like, okay. And they're like, but this paper says that I am highly allergic to it. I'm like, very interesting. Um, why don't you test that out for a few weeks and, and see what comes of it? Mm-hmm. You know? So it really is getting in touch with your own internal guidance system. Throw all of the logic out, out of the window, mm-hmm. you know? And... And a lot of the time with, especially with food stuff, like you've said this before, Sheena, on the podcast, that if you had a belief system surrounding a food that you're eating Mm -hmm. and thinking, oh, it's going to bloat me if I even look at it, Mm -hmm. because that's happened to me before. If I even like breathe a food that someone's told me is going to like bloat me or make me have migraines or whatever, I would start to feel that way. Mm -hmm. When I started changing my belief system or or at least cutting out other people's beliefs that were inserted into my consciousness, I started changing everything, how my body reacted to food, especially carbohydrates. Fave. <laughs> <laughs> my fave. Um, well, especially carbs. It, it, it is something that has become demonized. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even want to talk about the coconut oil thing because that is a whole nother topic. But... It is something that has been put into our brains and uh, and our awareness that, you know, these foods have been demonized, so you better watch out for these. Mm -hmm. And so now it's just become, quote unquote, common knowledge for everyone to just cut certain things out that Mm -hmm. their body would react to. Mm -hmm. And their body starts reacting to those things because it's a belief system that someone put into your field. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, I can talk about that forever. We know that. Yeah. But it is something that once you start getting in touch with your internal guidance system, you experience more joy on a daily basis because you're not operating out of fear and logic and another person's guidance system. Mm -hmm. It's just you're way more connected to yourself and what's going on with you. And that's the best thing that you can do for yourself is listen to yourself Mm -hmm. and trust yourself. (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> you, you still there? <laughs> it's really good information. And I, I wonder, you know, I, I definitely like, I don't want people to think that I have it figured out because like, I felt like I was coasting for the past couple of days energetically, Uh huh. but there are definitely things that, and like nothing is ever flatlined for me. That's a non that's a non reality I'm positive of. Except for your pulse sometimes. <laughs> right. I'm like certain I'm certainly I'm just not here. Yeah. I'm not alive on the third dimension on planet Earth. No. But but I really have such a faith in in what we're saying because I I see it work. Yeah. And I, and mm-hmm. and at the same time like everything else, you know, it it's just not always what it appears to be and I don't want it to seem like I'm living in a dream world and that's like an, a non-reality and um because it's not but at the same time we're all given this we're all afforded this experience of life and we're all in charge of what that means for us and if you can feel that in a way that you you I think that what happens is you experience pain and you experience the contrast so deeply that you at some point get the information that you can't do it like that anymore it's it's pain from whatever addiction, living in in the environment that you're living in, um, pain from fear, pain from feeling constricted, it becomes so apparent in one aspect of your life that you, you're looking for another way. And that way can always be found through that exploration of what your soul is trying to tell you. And I think that it's usually so many things, especially if you haven't been connecting to that source. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's really helpful to like, you tell me this all the time and it's so great. You know, like I, I get millions of business ideas Yeah, constantly, mm-hmm. like, you know, for like a week at a time, I'll just like have like all these business ideas mm-hmm. and they're so, of course, like anyone would say like, that's very impractical. That's not going to happen like tomorrow or in, no, it's probably not. But, you know, some of that could be processing. Some of that could be getting to the one thing that I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. But if I never have that conversation with myself, if I never like kind of like play with it and, and go into it and, and and write it down and feel it physically or experience, go through the explorative, uh, exploratory. <laughs> Explorative? What are you looking for? <laughs> One of those. Would you like to buy a vowel? <laughs> <laughs> One of those. I'll choose. Yeah, I can't say it. Okay. Not, I can't say it. Um, <laughs> exploratory? Yeah. Phase of mm-hmm. looking for the information surrounding those things. If you, you know, meeting the people or asking the questions, if you don't go through that process that is inspiring you yeah. in that moment that you mm-hmm. feel inspired to do, yeah. You sometimes can't get to the next step. So like I really mm-hmm. encourage people to stop trying to think everything out logically. Yeah. Even 
everything that we know to be the truth on our physical plane, that which is science, biology, medical field, like all those things, all of those things are changing. Those people are basically saying out loud, like, we have no clue what the fuck is going on. (laughs) And they're just saying it out loud. Like, do you want that information? Look it up. Google it because it's there. Like, there are people in the medical field who are saying that there are people who are healing from diseases from no medical intervention. Duh. That's saying, like, there's so much going on outside of A plus B equals C. Sick plus pharmaceutical does not always many times equate to there's a lot going on energetically through the Mm -hmm. thought process through the belief systems through the spirituality that is causing people to change that Mm -hmm. cannot be explained so if any part of that is relating to something that we're saying why not just explore the part of it that does make you happy right and just go for it more and more and more does will you see the separation between yourself and other people when you start doing that yes will it be hard for some people to accept will it be difficult for some people to um support you yes it challenges other people but if you have your one life to live and you don't know yet how to be in love with yourself and what is guiding you and what your soul's asking for you to do what's the point of being in, in your existence? Really? I mean, yeah, it'd be boring. But what's the point? Like, I know. what's the point? Why, why, why do are you, you ha- here? Why do you have individuality? <laughs> yeah. Every single person, person is here for a purpose. And that doesn't mean that everyone mm-hmm. should, needs to be a social media star or an actress or a singer or mm-hmm. a successful entrepreneur or a successful, um, startup person or tech person, or whatever else is cool in the moment, it doesn't mean that. It just Mm -hmm. means that you could be sitting in a hut in Thailand and, like, making this thing that just, like, lights you up and you emit so much joy to the plants and the animals and the people that see you that you, that that vibration changes the world so much more than that person being placed in you know an american school system (laughs) against their will yeah or and then just following the you know asking this teacher what do i do asking this person because based out of fear Mm -hmm. that you're running out of time that you're not doing something according to plan that you're missing out that you're not thinking of something like that's Mm -hmm. not the way that the universe was built yeah the universe was not built on making sure that you're checking off all of your boxes that's a very limiting and frightening way of, of existing. I had someone the other day ask, like, and it's a very valid question. Yeah. This person asked, if there are two people, one person knows that they have liver cancer and the other person doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, what, what is the, um, what is the trajectory of the next phase of each person's existence? based on just that one fact alone. Hmm. And what I would say is that most likely the person that, if that person that doesn't know that they have liver cancer does, it's because they think they do. (laughs) If they, if that thought never crosses their mind, Mm -hmm. most likely they will never have it. Well, they'll never have the experience. They'll never have created it. They'll never have done all the things that were necessary 
to have created that experience, that reality. Of having liver cancer. Yes. You're saying if it's not in their conscious awareness. Yes. That they can't create it. So worrying about getting liver cancer is much more tuned to giving you liver cancer. Yeah. I mean, I see, I see where you're going with that. But I feel like you can still, if something's meant to happen for you, even if it's not in your conscious awareness, right. I feel like it's going to, regardless, you're co-creating it, whether you're aware of it in the third dimension or not, what's going to come to you is something that you've decided to co-create before you entered the third dimension. Mm-hmm. But most likely your thoughts and emotions and beliefs are also a part of that creation it could be but I feel like it there are a ton of environmental factors that have come into play within the last Mm -hmm. you know century that could I I mean it could be the water system it could be the air system Mm -hmm. it could be you know I'm just thinking of but I I know exactly what you're saying yeah it's a hard conversation to, to have and I know that it's probably you know, it's a re- it's a really difficult topic to speak about because it, I'm not saying that people who are sick or have cancer have chosen that. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that what is your reality is something that has been co-created between yourself, your emotions, your spiritual self and the universe. Yeah, everything that you experience in your reality is created by you. That is a true statement, which is a very hard pill to swallow. But, which is also why the uh, that's just one of the rules of this game that we're playing on Earth, which is, you know, coming from the ninth dimensional Pleiadian collective. <laughs> they have said that, you know, we're creating everything, but that's why other beings in other dimensions are learning so much from us right now because we have developed so much compassion because we don't see that we're creating these horrible situations that are happening to Mm -hmm. us. So we experience victimhood and then that allows everyone to experience compassion where in other dimensions, you know that you're creating everything. Mm -hmm. So they're like, well, you created it, get over it, you know, and, but they're learning how to have it. Yeah. Yeah. They're learning how to have compassion through us. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it is a hard conversation because it it really is difficult to pinpoint what is going to create something. And you're like, obviously it's you, but what aspect of you is it? exactly? Is there a higher portion of you that guided you to move next to a water system that sucks and mm-hmm. then therefore give manifests a horrible disease? Mm-hmm. We don't know. You know, it could be. Yeah, and I I know that this is probably bringing up in people's minds. You know, like well, my mom, you know, had breast cancer and she um, did everything right. She ate right. Blah blah blah. You know, I think that generationally. You, you just have to be open-minded to the fact that the situation is created by circumstances which are your reality. And so, yeah, mom might have seemed to have been um, happy and like eat, was eating really healthy and stuff like that. But maybe you are listening to this podcast right now because there are aspects of your life 
where you may just think like, well, I'm eating healthy. Well, maybe you're eating healthy, but not consciously connected to what it is that you're eating. Exactly. Like I really challenge people to not think about their family when they're trying to understand the experience of energetics. I really challenge people to think of like, think like hold in your mind's eye a vision of someone living their truth so authentically that they have no, they have really no consideration for the the way that people feel around them. And they are just operating with love, in love, with themselves, like surrounded by what they want their experience of life to be. When you feel that, I think it's really hard to see a disease in that scenario. Right. But again, I'm just playing devil's advocate. We all are human at the same time. Yes. You can be as enlightened as possible, but we're all going to have our things that are right. triggering. Why? Because why else you're, are we here? You're right. You you're know, right. like we are here to get over the things, our, shit. our triggers and yeah. the things that we need to look at and the things that need to be healed. So everyone has their shit. So even though you... Yes, it helps to live in the moment and be inspired and operate out of love. And we all have those moments. Some are more fleeting for others Mm -hmm. than uh, for other people. But, you know, some people operate on that on a consistent base, a more consistent basis. But in general, everyone has their shit. So that is why we're here. So I feel like even if you try to explain how something is created or comes about, there is no explanation for some things. You're so right. You know, you're 100% Sometimes it's just going to spontaneously hit you in the face and you have to deal with it in the moment. Absolutely. Even if you have lived your life on a consistent basis, being totally enraptured in love and vibrancy and joy. Otherwise there would be no experience of expansion. If what you're saying wasn't true, then there would be no experience of expansion. Right. Because everything would be perfect all the time. You wouldn't be challenged to look at every aspect of your life, you know, Mm -hmm. and like those situations are absolutely a messaging system. Yeah. You know, if Mm -hmm. you are diagnosed with something, it's, it's always a time to, to introspect and see, like take inventory what, and you know, what feels good. And I say Mm -hmm. all this and I want, and I'm sure that most people know, but my dad passed away of, um, so a cancer very similar to pancreatic cancer. And, and so I'm definitely empathetic for that experience. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I really want us to get out of that victimization. Right. So that we can just see things as they are. Mm-hmm. The example that I gave of like being in someone's energy and frequency of mm-hmm. someone who you can see um, as being really happy in their experience is less about connecting to what that person does or looks like Mm -hmm. and more so just about what that feels like so that you can incorporate that. I understand. Yeah, definitely. And everything works until it doesn't. So keeping that in mind as well, that pharmaceutical drugs might work for you at a given point in your life, given a certain circumstance, it doesn't matter. Uh, an oil might work for you. A food might work for you. Uh, a certain exercise regimen might work for you until it doesn't. And that's the problem that people are running into because people are afraid to change. Mm-hmm. They think if they see something's working, they have to stick to it. But right. you don't have to stick to it. It's going to work in that moment 
until the next time you have to, it forces you to live in the moment because something is going to come at you in that moment. That's going to work for that particular mm-hmm. instance where I'm, I experience this all the time where I'll have stagnant energy in my physical body and I'm in so much physical pain and I'm like, well, you know, running worked last time or a hot bath worked that time or acupuncture worked this time and, you know, a food worked that time, watching Real Housewives worked this time, you know, and it's constantly forcing me to live in the moment and reach out to something I've never done before. And that's been a challenge for me. And I'm finally seeing it now because I'm like, oh, I have this neck pain and I've tried the 24 things that have always worked for me and none of them have worked. It's like, well, duh. And I know you've said, well, you're going to have to do something you've never done before. So now I'm into tuning forks. <laughs> Bring like about 800 the of them. Yes. <laughs> so and that's going to work until it doesn't, yeah. you know, and and it's going to work for some people in a specific instance where the next person I might not get guided to use tuning forks. Mm-hmm. I might get guided to. Um, do reconnective healing or matrix energetics or, you know, or talk therapy, whatever it is. So it's going to be different in every given moment. Things are going to work until they don't. Mm -hmm. So just because you've always been on this weight loss program or I've always been vegan for 20 years, Mm -hmm. well, guess what? Now you're losing your hair and your cholesterol sky high. (laughs) How is that working for you? You know, you might have to start eating meat or you might have to start eating mushrooms. Mushrooms, (laughs) I know, that's not... Not um, okay. okay. <laughs> not hallucin. All right. Hallucinations. Okay. <laughs> Hallucinogens. <laughs> not those. But mushrooms actually have a lot of protein in them, and a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So you know, that was just an example. But you know, it might be that you have done something your entire life, and it doesn't mean it's always going to work because. That's living, growing and changing. That's living. If right. you're stagnant and stuck and doing something for 20 years, what have you been doing your whole life? You're just, you're not changing. Changing mm-hmm. is growing and people are fearful of change mm-hmm. because it forces them to rely upon their resources and rely upon their guidance system and their, their wits about them. And right. they are, have been so disconnected from it for so long that people get, comforted in their stagnation because it's familiar Mm -hmm. and they don't have the energy to deal with something in the moment because it's different and it's challenging them. It's challenging belief systems. It's challenging what everyone else has told them to do or not to do. So people are dealing with a lot of shit. And the more that you get in connection with yourself, the better off you're going to be. Even if that looks like eating pizza and doodling in <laughs> in a, a, a sketch pad mm-hmm. for the night. If that works for you, you can lose weight doing that because you're in so much joy yes. and loving life I and agree. killing it versus eating a salad and then you're not feeling well and then you're <laughs> like, oh, I can't watch Housewives because it's low vibration or, you know. Yeah. But if that would bring you joy in the moment, try it out. Right. You know, don't be fearful. J- dive into things that you are inspired to do. Yeah. Um, that you maybe never done before. It's of being numb. It's, right. And it's different than being numb. It's, yeah. it's different. Um, and one th- other thing that came up while you were saying that was that you, you said that through that experience of being in so much pain, you went through the whole, it's like, right. The universe is giving you every single experience mm-hmm. so that you can see 
how the world works. Yeah. The universe is giving you this pain so that you can see that which I've done is no longer working. Yeah. And that which will work is something that I get to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And something that I get to is new yeah. and something that is fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But I was resistant to tuning forks because I had a judgment about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, again, this has been my entire life. Everything <laughs> that I'm doing right now is something I've judged as being yeah. frou-frou and I'll weird. I'll never do that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's something I've said. I'll never yeah, do that. I don't do that. That's yeah. not me. I'm being very careful <laughs> and saying I will never be a whore because I don't want to get to that point. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, what do you know? I'm a whore. <laughs> Thanks, universe, for letting me release that judgment. (laughs) So we don't want to go there. So I'm being very careful and not saying that. I might be a whore. Who knows? It's a toss-up. But um, anyway, changing that subject. It's okay. I'll still love and accept you. Thank you. Um, But yeah, I just don't want to start saying that I'll never do anything because what happens is as soon as I say as I would never do it, it it's I like do it the next day. Immediately after. It's creepy. <laughs> I'm like, the universe has got to stop. Like, this is not okay anymore. A lot of times it comes through me. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it does yeah. come through <laughs> through you a lot of the time. You're the, the messenger and you're like, yeah. yeah, what about that? I'm like, nope, I would never do that. And then you're like, okay, well, tomorrow we're actually going to yeah. go do that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, tuning forks was something I judged hardcore. And now I'm like, this is so awesome. So it's awesome. Like my new fun thing. They're so cool. It's crazy. Yeah. And I get so inspired by seeing you do that mm-hmm. because in the experience of like that inspiration, it's like, there's so much joy. Yeah. And it's so much, it's so joyful to see someone doing something that's so, that's making them so happy. Yeah. And I'm, I hope that other people and, and you know that I, I'm mm-hmm. always wanting to support you doing what makes you happy. That's what I'm telling yeah. people I want for my birthday. I want you to go do something that makes you happy and then send me a picture of it. Like I do not want another present that I don't want. Well, that's too bad. You give me good presents. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, you're not exempt from that. Actually, you still have to give me presents. No, I really like, I could do without presents. You know me. I know. I know. But I love giving you presents because you deserve it. I mean, I like them every once in a while, but I just, it's not something that I need at all. Yeah. I know that. And I feel like birthdays are obligatory people feel obligated to do things for birthdays just like they feel obligated to do things for like other people's anniversaries and Mm -hmm. weddings and babies and all those things but I feel like when you're so aligned with somebody in your life it's not an obligation like I love giving you gifts because I love seeing the joy come from you for certain things you know so it's something that I'm like excited to go shop for or you know it's a different experience from you know it's like oh well it's a friend that has been a family friend for 20 years and my mom told me I have to get her a gift and you know I don't even know what here's a Starbucks gift card you know it's like something that I'm like never I would never give someone a Starbucks gift card oh god that means I'm gonna give someone a Starbucks gift card tomorrow probably tomorrow god raise your hand if you want a Starbucks there's always an airport where you need to buy water and snacks. I know that's true hey 
I have used a Starbucks gift card in an airport before for you. Yeah, I know it came in handy. So I'm not judging Starbucks (laughs) gift cards. It comes in handy. I know, but uh, so I did give you a Starbucks gift card. Yeah, check off the list. So, um, (laughs) so yeah, but I feel like if you are inspired to do it and not obligated to do it, your life can be completely different. I just never want people to feel obligated relating to me because I. I appreciate the, exp- I, I, at the same time, it's, this is someone else's choice if they want to feel obligated. Yeah. Just like it's my choice if I want to feel obligated. I, right. But no one's ever forcing me to do anything. So that's true. As long as I know that. Yeah. Right. And I if have you're the going, choice. I have the option. Right. And if you're going into an obligation, you're setting, choosing it. You're choosing it and make the best of it. You know, go go into it and be like, or okay, don't well, I'm go, gonna, or don't go. But if you if you decide you want to experience the obligation, because yeah. who knows, it might be fun. Like, go into it if you're dreading it mm-hmm. and change your perception of it. Yeah. View everyone as their highest selves in that situation, and they might say something so awesome that might change your life. And just be in the moment and enjoy it right, right for as much as you can in that moment. Mm-hmm. So that's also something you can do we obligate you to come (laughs) to the basic witch super course in new orleans oh yeah that is an obligation actually (laughs) you must if you're so inspired right um it's the same date in october as it was in january which is so cool the 20th of the 22nd i don't even know how we could have we didn't uh, yeah planned how that a year in the calendar of the earth to have created two months the perfect distance apart with the same 20 to 22 on a weekend that is crazy but that's what we did yep hashtag magic we made it happen so the the course is october 20th through 22nd in new orleans it's held at raw republic it's so much fun but more than anything just a really magical and spiritual and positive and uplifting and joyful experience well also let me say this sheena doesn't know this yet but it's something that i know because i've had clairvoyant images of what's gonna go down are you gonna tell everyone no i'm not i'm not not really i haven't even told you but it's gonna be different from the first basic witch super course we'll just say that so if you came to the first one you might be inspired to come to this one because it's gonna be just on another level (laughs) so awesome the things that have been coming to me i'm like god i'm good (laughs) (laughs) but really it's something that is going to be just another level of an experience for even you and me like i feel like we're it's gonna be just off off the chain i agree with that yeah um but we have some really cool articles that were written about the first one that we're gonna start sharing in the next couple of weeks and um we will be talking about it, you know, until the time in which it's completely booked. Um, but if you want more information or want an early sign up because it's going to sell out, you can email the space at Raw Republic Juice. So the the space at Raw Republic is the <laughs> space upstairs, and that's where the course is going to be taking place. Um, this may be the last time that it takes place there for size purposes. So it's a really intimate and beautiful experience. And we hope that you guys can join us and um, we'll start sharing some um, testimonials and stories from other people who came last time so that you can get an experience from someone other than 
the biased folk on this mic here (laughs) (laughs) who really think it's fun because we're just a couple of aliens. Yeah. And... And yeah. and whores. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so yes, more information in the space at robertpublicjuice.com. As always, you can join our private Facebook group, which has been lightened up. The yeah. Merkabas of the planet. <laughs> yeah. Black- That's such a good spot. It's so um it's such an amazing safe space. People are sharing stories and insights mm-hmm. and connecting to one another in cities all over the United States and it's just beautiful and amazing. So if you're on Facebook and you're so inspired, it's the Raw Talk with Sheena Facebook group and we will accept you if you're cool. <laughs> K E W L <laughs> Um Yeah. It is a cool and Facebook group. And Las Escuelas. <laughs> I'm so glad I created that group. <laughs> Anything else? Um, yes, everyone. Do what you're inspired to do. If you're inspired <laughs> to sign up for the Basic Witch Sleeper Course, please do. If you're inspired to follow us on Instagram, please do. And if you're inspired to email us about anything at all, please do. And we want you to be the most empowered individuals of all time so go out do exactly what you want to do forget everything we've ever told you or anyone's ever told you just do just do the damn thing just live life already fly high basic witches yep that's all for today (laughs) have an amazing rest of your week we'll talk to you soon bye bye